to your mother it's time for another episode of birds with friends just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like bacon steaks and cheese it's philadelphia bow and shield in the cut kicking it cooler than two penguins still bows old arch nemesis greg cosell shows up and it gets real pull up a branch and chill it's time to get ill with some birds with friends the early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends. Bowolf and Shukapati are coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings. Birds I'm gonna have friends. the rest of my life with these kids. Birds wow. Get, we gotta get that in a drop uh, immediately. I was editing that one out. That didn't come out quite There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. That's the wonderful of Birds with Friends. No editing. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends. On a Tuesday evening, my unnamed self here with two other unnamed people who you can see and our producer who is also unnamed because uh, we haven't earned it yet. Gentlemen, how are you, Sheil? I see you are in Lehigh. Zach, I see you have changed locations as well. And uh, I think the question that everybody wants to know, Sheil, you were at practice today for the first time. What did you think of Dante Olson? So it looks like you put some work into that background, which I like. You know, I think the uh, listeners obviously got in your head uh, after the last episode. So I expect this to be a major upgrade from everyone. We got Zach Schefter over here in front of the, uh, the book. <laughs> I take that as a compliment, by the way. Yeah, that is that's a compliment. Okay. He's got a great backdrop. Character but- counts right over the shoulder. I like that. That's, <laughs> yeah, a very, his- that's really good coach speak. On his ESPN hits. Uh, Bo, <laughs> so do you want to explain the process? I, I said, oh, Wow. You brought your ace T-shirt also to the table, the Bo Jackson. Okay, All right, so what was the process to getting uh, this backdrop? For those who can't see, for those who are still only listening and not watching, Bo has a series of photos uh, taped to his back wall with his face on Rocky's body, on uh, (laughs) some shirtless guy's uh, body, it looks like there. Bo, I don't know if you want to explain further. Well, I'm a little disappointed you don't recognize these, to be perfectly honest. The process for this was digging through the boxes in the basement because I knew somewhere in one of those boxes, I had the photos from the old Wolf's Den. Oh, And so I have pulled out the Wolf's Den photoshops. We've got some classics here. We've got uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. We've got the classic Bo Jackson poster. I've got my my belt here, my championship belt for being King of the Beats from the prediction contest last year. So yeah, you know, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to let the people say you had the best background for another episode. Well, we'll see. And uh, I see you don't have the trophy from the Lurie draft. Oh, uh, well, there's a reason for that. Zach, how are we doing? I also have, this is probably from, you know, (laughs) one of the other many games that I've won. Uh, I am. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Excited for the pod. I want to thank Sheil. And it really, it's a credit to our listeners because he thanked the listeners as well. Sheil had a nice Q&A with the Spark. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Where, where Sheil was, was talking about his, his, his career and his job. What is this? I and missed this. When he was asked what part of his job he enjoys the most, he mentioned Birds with Friends podcast. Uh, in part because of how fun it is to do and also because of 
the community that the two of you have 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 uh, really built. Although, Bo, listen, I will you've say, been with us for over a year now. You get to yeah, be part of that okay, community yeah, building. Yeah, but, let's uh, not. Yeah. Right, Although, but, to be fair, it is it is past time for us to get you into the intro of the <laughs> really of the but, podcast. Yeah. But Bo, but but you would be happy to know that before either you or I was yeah. mentioned. Uh, Tim McManus was mentioned. No, my like, God. very prominently. Listen, so. you got to go with the uh, guys breaking news left and right. You know, <laughs> I, I got to make sure I'm uh, I'm mentioning him in there. And of course, you know, I, I thought I thought that uh, Q and A would not uh, be viewed by either of you two. I'm not surprised Bo hasn't seen it, uh, and I shouldn't be surprised that Zach did indeed. Yeah, we shouldn't. I should have known. Yeah, yeah. If 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 yeah. you've done something, Zach's dug it up. Where what is this with? We want our listeners to read it now. Uh, you can find it on my Twitter feed. But I'll, I, I, I will say, and I say this genuinely, for any aspiring writer, especially who might be listening to our, our podcast, definitely read that because uh, the, the, uh, I think the way Shiel progressed in his career is, is something that everyone can learn from. Wow, an emotional well, I mean, nostalgic. No, it's true. Star. Anytime you, you can Zach. hear. Let's start ripping each other. Come anytime on. you Let's can get, get advice and career advice and life advice from the man that people call the greatest writer living i think that's <laughs> i don't I think, think he said that good, all right let's get to the to good do. stuff come on i was at a football practice yes. today Can yeah we get you to were it? at football practice yeah. so let's let's get to it uh, your your first day day two for uh zach and me what give us your your initial impressions a uh, first of the like you know the security feeder that we've got going on the overall uh process of watching practice during a pandemic I didn't think it was that weird at all, to be honest. Mm. I, I thought it was, uh, you know, it was nice to be out there. I think what Zach said yesterday, I felt the same way. You know, it was like, wake up, uh, get dressed and like say bye to your uh, kids and you're like out the door to go to work. That was uh, that was a feeling I have not had in uh, in some time. So that was nice. And uh, walking up there, I've always loved uh, watching training camp practices. It's one of my favorite parts of the job going back to Lehigh, which is my uh, backdrop. Uh, here right now and so was it a little different uh i guess so yeah you go through a different entrance um you know you take your temperature i was a cool 97.7 that was good Ooh, that's what i was yesterday 97.9 for me today you have to use their masks which i wasn't used to which Bo made fun of me i had the mask on backwards so that wasn't great uh, but other than there's that, there's a whole observation about that in the practice report. Bob. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't uh, get to read it yet, but I saw it made the tweet. So that was <laughs> okay. nice that uh, read about Shield screwing up his mask. That was nice. I didn't put our... that in the tweet. Yeah, Pistol Pete, come on, man, give me a break. Oh, uh, Pistol Pete, put it in. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, uh, but then you're there. You know, it was nice to see all my uh, all my colleagues there, and you're just watching practice and. Seeing the new faces, which, you know, this was the first time for me. It was like, wow, they're really counting on a lot of new sort of high-profile guys who were not on this roster last year or, like, they haven't been part of the core of this team the last two years. You know, I'm seeing Jalen Rager and Darius Slay and Andre Dillard, and it's like, man, the, you know, there's, like, five guys who haven't been a big part of this team over the past three years who they're really counting on as kind of the make-or-break guys uh, this year, but uh, I had fun. I'll be, I'll be back uh, Thursday. So looking forward to that. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Zach, how are you? I answered this. I'm doing well. Excited <laughs> for the yes. We're like in the middle of the podcast. Yes. What are you doing? I don't Come know. On. I want to, I just uh, want to make sure he's so okay. I, you, you know. I, I do have a question for uh, both of you. Now this is two days for, for Bo, one day is shield. And I ask this because it's a conversation that uh, I was having with somebody 
Uh, Flex, do you like talks to people? Uh, do you like practice better um, when there are no fans there? I, obviously, fans bring attention. Mm. From a viewing perspective, though, there's no one in in, in your way. You know, I I was talking to someone after one on ones where you can't really get that close to the one on ones usually during camp, or, or or you 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 can't get that type of vantage point. So the pros and cons, the energy that the fans mm. bring the vantage point for the job. I mean, I would say from the, like, you know, I think it would be nice for the fans if they could be there, but f- purely from uh, a selfish standpoint, the fewer people there, the better, as far as I'm concerned. I hope, you know, if I go to there tomorrow and it's just me, that's great. It'd probably be a little creepy for all uh, all parties involved if, if that were the case, but uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I liked when, you know, uh, fans would say they uh, – read the athletic or subscribe to the athletic or would ask about how we're doing. You got a dentist showing up. You got a rich Bobby and a rich Bobby. Yeah. Uh, Birds. They would talk about birds with friends, you know, we're, we're listeners. They would usually, you know, take a little jab at Bo or something. So those are the things uh, that I miss, but yeah, just from being able to see things, I would imagine you guys doing the observations. It is sort of nice that uh, there's a lot of space there. You can, you really can, can see a lot. And I think it puts more stock into the observations because there are no, no fans there. So you really have to be the eyes of the people. And the ears. Well. And the nose. You're you're limited as far as the ears. But I, I suppose the nose. There's there's you could no do more restric- with the nose, yeah. yeah. There's there's no restrictions <laughs> in the media guy. That's a good yeah, there's like if you want to if you want to proclaim yourself as the nose of the people, I feel like that's a good lane to to take out because no one else is gonna fight you for it. Well, you do have to worry about the nose and, and taking a whiff during mm. these hot summer days amongst the, uh, God bless them, you know, Philadelphia area reporters. Luckily, no scrums uh, this year. So that is one of the benefits of the Zoom. Plus, we're six feet away at all times. That's true. Yes. But if, I mean, this is not a, an original point, but of course, the masks really do, uh, you know, for the first time in your life, you get a real sense of what your breath actually smells like. All right. Let's get to what we saw. <laughs> okay. Um, you want to talk about what you saw? You want to highlight thoughts? Listen, someone someone said in the uh, in the uh, chat here, someone wake up, Bo. I think you know these back to back days in the sun. I, I think that was a reference to the the my video not being up when the uh, show started. No, I'm not so sure about that. I think they're asking for a little bit more a uh, little bit more energy. Uh, yeah. Well, y- you wrote some observations and what yes. do you want to do? You want to go position yeah. by position? You want to go? Yeah, let's get, want... I want to get your thoughts. I want Shields' opinion because this is the want... first day you were out. Let's and... talk, let's yeah. talk about the quarterbacks because I think I just without talking to you, we had one brief conversation. I feel like you're ready to make a proclamation that uh, we are sort of cl- maybe on the same page about. Well, I thought, uh, yeah, I said to you, I listened to yesterday's pod, much to everyone's surprise. We'll get to that later, but (laughs) you know, I need to, uh, I really only listen to it as homework so that I can critique and make fun of you guys when I come uh, back on nothing else. But uh, I thought you were a bit smitten with Jalen Hurts after one day of practice, but I got to say, I mean, are we serious about Nate Sudfeld being better than this guy as the backup quarterback? I agree. I mean, Doug Peterson in, in like three hours could come up with a 
game plan for how to put Jalen Hurts into the game as the backup quarterback if Carson Wentz were to get injured. I can give it to you right now. So all these shotgun runs mm, where we don't we don't often see Carson Wentz keeping the ball, uh, you know, but he obviously uh, has that option. Oh, big flex for me. What do you got? A little IPA there out of nowhere. Wow. All right. Things are getting lively. Spitting it out of his mouth. I hope oh, if you're not watching, you got to tune in for this part. I don't know how many minutes in we are. He's Ooh. losing it. It's coming out of his nose, the IPA. This is fantastic. not out of the nose. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, Jalen Hurts. So I really feel like you could build the quarterback inclusive run game with him, right? You're not going to be the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, but you can do it. He's shifty and he can bowl people over. And he's very fast and athletic. I mean, he was making some of those defenders uh, look bad even today. So you're going to have the run game element. You can do the RPOs. And then what you said yesterday, I mean, it's a, again, very small sample early, but I thought when I watched him at Oklahoma, when I wrote a, a little bit uh, about him for the athletic, he does throw a nice deep ball. He's got a nice touch on his deep ball. So like those elements, the play action, chuck it deep, RPO, run game. He was throwing some wide receiver screens. Like, I don't know, that's like a, the, it's not all of the offense, but that's like a foundation you can work with, with some upside where I just feel like you drafted this guy in the second round. Everyone loves his intangibles, supposedly. Um, work ethic, smarts, all these different types of things. The physical tools are undeniable. What Are you, are you really going to make him your third-string quarterback and throw Nate Sudfeld in there? I mean, God bless Nate Sudfeld. We all like him as an interview. <laughs> we He's love the guy. Nice guy. I hope he improves. I hope he gets a shot. I hope the best for his career. But, man, just watching them on the field, it's like a no-brainer. It's like the instant eye test. And it's Elliot Shorkapadia. Well, What's I'm, that? I, I said Elliot Shorkapadia. That's Why? What, Is that hot? That's not a hot take. No, 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 no. That's oh. what Elliot wrote after the first practice. Well, oh. he's, he's ready to say Jalen Hurts is the back. Wait a minute. Didn't Elliot write like last year that Nate's like Nate Sudfeld was better than like half the starters <laughs> in the league or something? I'm all it's for changing listen, your opinion. It's Justin. not fair. It's not fair to bring up an old that's Elliot uh, take. That's not how it works. Well, I want to bring uh, up an old Bo take because this Elliot take got a lot of, um, you know, got a lot of pub. Like I think like 3000 retweets, mm. you know, he was talking about, I don't know what the exact tweet. I was. think the, I think the, the end point here, the end goal here is I think um, the people want to see maybe for charity, me pitching to Elliot, let's go 27 at bats uh, at FDR park. He gets a metal bat. And if he comes close to hitting a home run, he wins. Okay. I like that. But, yeah, he was taking a lot of heat for his take that he could uh, luckily connect with the home run. He could uh, maybe score a touchdown, but he would have no chance of scoring a goal in hockey. Is this – that's what it was, right? That's yeah. correct. Yeah, I mean, it's it, – kudos you, to him. But you, you had the original take here. It was like a year ago <laughs> you said you could score a touchdown in an NFL game. Coach Flynn, I said I could throw a touchdown. Could throw a touchdown in an NFL game. What from the red zone? From the five? What was it? Yeah, that? like if it's like you know they're selling yeah. out on play action. Yeah, you said this. Uh, I thought it was crazy. Uh, Coach Flynn has never texted faster after listening to an episode. <laughs> thought you were insane. Uh, oh, I'm sure I'm insane. You got to take some social branding lessons from ESP. He gives this take. That's a, not a, what I'm here for. A year later, I mean, he's the, killing the internet with this take. You had this take a year ago and got no pub for it. That's not my goal. And I'm it was not... a crazy take then. It's a crazy take now. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, where but, we? <laughs> but but as as for Jalen Hurts, no, you are correct. When you just watch it from the from the naked eye, 
he's he's a more exciting. Let's keep player. it clean. I know we're prime time, but let's keep <laughs> uh, it clean. Uh, he's a he's he's certainly more exciting in practice, and he does have those tools that you can tailor your offense around. That being said, you need to tailor your offense around it. Like like Shield said, Doug Peterson would there? go back uh, to the drawing board. So or the way I see it, unsweetened, and, and I'm I'm pretty consistent with this that if Carson Wentz were to go down for four weeks, six weeks, whatever it may be, Jalen Hurts is your quarterback because then you put a package in. If they, if it's a mid game situation, the the value of Sudfeld is that he knows the entire offense, he's ready to run the entire offense. Now you you do need to measure exactly how valuable that is. But I think that was the appeal to the Eagles for Sudfeld. Of course, they signed Sudfeld before the draft, before the Hurts thing even came about. So I think go- it's I think it's already like it's already very stark to me. And it's it's not just that Jalen Hart Jalen Hurts sort of looks the part. It's that we've watched Nate Sudfeld in practice for three years now, and everything is always so slow. The ball like does not come out quickly. He's, he's always like, it's always, he's getting sacked or whatever. And maybe it's on the offensive line, but like, it just doesn't seem to me like he's processing quickly enough. And, and Jalen Hurts is doing that. I mean, yes, it's, he's going up against the threes and Sudfeld is sometimes going up against the ones, but I just see like a quickness in decision-making already in two practices in Hurts that I don't see in Sudfeld. Andy throws a better ball and he's a better athlete. I, I like I'm ready to say he should be the number two quarterback for games. Oh, I thought you were ready to go number one. I was this is gonna get very well, one more IPA and you were gonna be Do uh... you think he throws a, a, a better ball ball? Than Sudfeld? Yeah, not a better deep ball. Like you yes. think he's, he's a better passer right now than Sudfeld? I mean, I think they're probably yes. similarly okay. both okay in the sh- I mean, again, I'm going off one practice. Now, I, I don't know that I agree with you in terms of Jalen Hurts' decision making. It seemed like they're telling him if it's not there, take off and run. But like, well, that's you, fine though. Yeah, you could tell saying... a guy to you could tell a guy to do that. Yeah, with right. his skill set. All right, if it's a, it can be simple. It can be here's your read. If it's not there, go. And uh, I don't know. He's pretty athletic. He can well, probably it's like, make a I lot think, of plays that way. I think it's maybe sort of like what you, I think you've written this about Derek Carr, maybe Shield. But it's like he might be making Sudfeld might be making the right decisions. Like if it, it's not quite there, so he's not going to pull the trigger, and then he'll take the check down. But like at some point. Throw the ball. Well, I agree with you there. And and I and for the record, I would not be opposed at all. And in a matter of fact, think it's a good idea to just go with Hertz as as the backup for the reasons that both of you mentioned. You spent a second round pick on him. I it's it's not like you need to wait or it's not as if he it's it's a it's a quarterback with no experience. I mean, he was a four year player in college. And it's um, not like Sudfeld is McCown or something like that. Like, sure, exactly. We again, we like Sudfeld, but he's not—he's never done anything. I like, and I like the idea of uh, you know, I know Zach said you bring in Hurts if it's—he's missing four games, but I love the idea if Wentz goes down in a game and you just yeah. bring Hurts in and say, and just have fun with it, yeah. like be like Jalen, learn these ten plays. Yeah, the defense no. is not going to be ready. It doesn't have to be that complicated. If it's not there, run. We're going to run the ball. We're going to do a lot of zone reads. Um, we're going to do a lot of RPOs. You've been doing these for, like you said, Zach, you've been do, running these plays for uh, three, four years. You know how to read them. It's not going to be that hard. Don't turn the ball over. I mean, that probably gives you a better chance to win. Scramble, you know, take off. That gives you a better chance to, like, steal a game where Wentz goes down, I think, than, uh, than Sudfeld. I know you think that. Does Doug think that? 
I I think they I think they will by the time okay. I think they probably I mean I don't know what you guys were paying more attention to this than I was but how are they doing the reps like it seemed like Hertz was getting in yeah. there yeah right? it's it's actually a lot different than what what Doug said and it's been two days <laughs> now we spoke to Doug before the first practice yeah, he said you're not going to see a lot of Hertz yeah he said <laughs> you're, you're you're really going to see Carson and and, Why did he say that? and then all of a sudden um it's 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 almost an even split really between every time I looked up Hertz was out yes. in there especially red zone drills yeah that's funny okay some comments uh so okay uh, uh OJ Shield bringing his a shirt Game again. Thank you. Yeah, this is a go-to shirt. And I realized I have nowhere to wear this shirt. So like all these clothes that have just been hanging in my closet that I spent money on and now I don't use at all. I'm going to break them out for the podcast. Why but you not? know what? If, if someone's sponsoring my attire, I would at yeah. least wear their attire. Yeah. You know? well, you know, shield. Like, at some point you got to pull out Indochino. Yeah, that I will. Um, well, the shipment is coming. Okay. You know? the, it's customizable. So they're Making mm. sure, uh, yeah. making sure they got takes everything. A, maybe, maybe that takes a little too long, as far as I'm concerned. No, maybe, I don't uh, think so. You get those bad boys ahead of time. All right, uh, what's everybody drinking? We've covered that. Zach, do you have a, any type of beverage there? I don't. I, I, okay. I, I don't. I'm not even I'm a water. What if you get like something no. in your throat or something? I have no table in front of me. So oh, wow, I'm, that's I'm, bold. I no I get pants very, either. I, yeah. No, I, I do have shorts. That was pants. obvious. Uh, I get very nervous without a beverage nowadays. You know, you, you get older and like you're doing any type of radio hit or thing like this. If I didn't have a beverage right here, I'd be freaking out. I'd probably walk, leave, and get a water. Now I usually don't have the green tea this late. Uh, I know you're thinking she's getting a little wild. I am, but I was a little tired before this pod. I felt like it could uh, it could juice me up a little bit. And we have Lakers Blazers on at uh, nine, so like this is probably going to be nine, a midnight like, night for me. So I tell, I gotta tell you, I loved the the six thirty start time of that Sixers game last uh, night. I Boy, love is this. Great. This is great. Yeah. I love all these day games on and everything. Uh, Jamie says Zach looks tired, probably from sprint sprinting to go pick up someone's car. Zach, is that true? <laughs> uh, not sprinting to pick up someone's car, but no, I I. I'm sorry. I look tired. I'll bring more juice then. I, I mean, it's I'm up early outside. Working. Don't apologize. Yeah, you, look no, you, look. you look great. Rich Bobby Thank says you. the fewer people there are, the better applies to everything in life, except for birds with friends meetups. Uh, Rich uh, Bobby, this is why you're a, you're mm -hmm. a default, my friend. Absolutely. Totally. Although agree. it would be funny if we like really pubbed up a meetup and, and only Rich Bobby showed up. That that would be a great time. I've hung yeah. out with Rich Bobby. That would not be disappointing at all. John is disappointed that no one danced during the intro. Mm. I, I would have to have a few more, uh, maybe pre yeah. I, pre show IPAs to uh, to make that happen. So we've got we've got this thing going on in my in my kitchen, our stove right now. When the stove is turned on, it's you know like the starter, uh, like that. Yeah, the thing when click it's starting. you get first. Yeah, the flame. Yeah, the click. Well, it just it doesn't stop. It it's the starter is going the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh so I have to like turn off the circuit breaker to it when we're not using the stove so we don't have the the Big sound flex. the whole time. Wow. But uh when it's on, it's like it's sort of like a metronome like and we get a little we get a little dance going to it, you know, you, back you and forth. My, uh, got a little, we got a little beat going. Rankings. My power rankings for the four of us dancing would be Marissa one, Bo two, <laughs> Shield three, me four. Okay, yeah, I could you value you. Yeah, I, I mean, that's value for four. That's the that's the first time I've ever been ranked second in dancing. That's for sure. 
<laughs> if it's more than two people. Uh, you got to be careful with that bad boy, right? That could be a little dangerous with the um, with the gas the stove. Well, yeah. apparently it's not. Apparently it's okay. Uh, okay. But we've right. we were supposed to get it fixed, and they they fixed it temporarily. Not all the way fixed. Now we got to get someone else to come in. Okay. Uh, got to get that home warranty. That's your advice. There you go. Uh, Mighty Super Melvin says, I'm fine without smelling football practice. Thanks. Philip says, speak for yourself. Uh, Brandon <laughs> was, Phillip. all right, let's get to here. This is a newsy one. A what newsy about taste? What about, what about the mouth of the people? Tasting practice. All right. Brandon, you know, talk, talk about guys who missed Monday and returned today. Zebra. Well, that's what I was Thank just, you. that's okay. what I was just about to get to. Yeah. Right. Uh, because we're about, we're talking about the quarterbacks. I want to ask you about what you thought of Carson Wentz today with the caveat that the offense was, without Deshaun Jackson, Jason Kelsey, and Jason Peters. Now, uh, Kelsey, Deshaun, and Malik Jackson were all given uh, the day off as 30-year-olds. And Peters and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside returned to practice today after not practicing yesterday, but really only just for individual drills. They did not participate in any team stuff. And Duke Riley returned to practice uh, after having an illness yesterday. He was a full participant. So that meant that the starting offense – was uh, the wide receivers of Greg Ward, Jalen Rager, and Deontay Burnett for the most part. And then, you know, your two tight ends, and you also had a very interesting offensive line, I thought, and we can get to that when we get to the offensive line. But it was Dillard, Matt Pryor at left guard, Isaac Sayamalo at center, Nate Herbig at right guard, and Lane Johnson at right tackle. So the, the, the offense was undermanned. What, what did you think of, of Carson Wentz anyway? I thought he looked like he usually looks at practice. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but I don't, I don't recall watching many Carson Wentz practices where I thought he's not like the robot type quarterback. You know, like we, we reference sometimes those uh, combined practices with the Patriots, right? Where Brady in one-on-ones, Just the ball ending Curtis Marsh's career. didn't hit the ground. Yeah, what was it? Like 21 in a row. Yeah. Uh, Wentz is not like he has a different skill set. And so I feel like every practice he makes like three throws where you, you go, wow, this guy's like ceiling is so high and you've seen this in games before, but he hasn't had many practices that I can recall where he's just like lighting it up, drive after drive after drive. The ball is exactly where it's supposed to be. No incompletions, no interceptions. So also at this point, like, I mean, I don't know. What are we looking for from Carson Wentz in practice? That's what I was going to say. Like, I, mean, I, I don't care what Carson Wentz does in practice. As yeah. long as he stays healthy, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, so, I mean, I, yeah, so to Shield's point, though, 2017, he was really good in practice that summer. And that was because he had everybody. Like, okay. that That team – now, that was before you were back in Philly, right? You. I just got uh, back, but, yeah, I don't think I, yeah. I might have caught a practice or two. And Bo was there that summer before it was officially announced, correct? Before yeah. the athletic was officially announced. So, yeah, so, so Carson looked really good that summer. And he had Alshon. He was he – was, uh, he had Jordan Matthews. They traded Jordan Matthews. Nelson looked really good. And it was just it – was, it was a big storyline, like, like, like Carson's ready. Then the past two summers, he's been coming back from injury, and the storyline's the injury. Right. So now the big storyline with Carson is – these is is getting used to these weapons or bringing along these weapons and like Bo wrote in the practice report today it was almost like watching last year's Carson like you didn't see the upgrades watching practice today yeah I I would uh I would sort of agree with that the offense did not have a good day there's no denying that I mean the two things I want to see from Wentz would be one his chemistry with Jalen Rager which uh you didn't see a lot of today 
Um, I don't know why that, you know, it just didn't seem like they were um, connecting a lot or he was throwing the ball his way. Also, I think Rager didn't play as much on offense, right? Because he was doing um, some more special special team stuff. Uh, And then the other thing, like if there was something to look at, if there was a storyline specific to Carson Wentz, it would be that he says something that, hey, you know, I made these little tweaks to my mechanics or Doug says something to that effect. And it's really going to help me because, I mean – I think a fair criticism of his uh, of Wentz is that the short intermediate stuff, he misses some gimmies, right? There are some inconsistencies there. He often makes up for it with sort of his improvisation, uh, his downfield stuff, but like there are easy throws that he misses sometimes that you look at and go, all right, you know, there are um, quarterbacks who are among the top five, six, seven in the league who don't miss those throws as often as he does. So, but, I don't know. I kind of don't think he's probably going to be that type of quarterback. Every quarterback has sort of a different style, a different skill set. I don't think that's his uh, exact strength. And so uh, I didn't find it that worrisome. Now, having said that, he chucked his helmet after after a miss, right? So um, he obviously was being hard on himself and wasn't that happy with uh, how, how certain things were going today. Yeah, that happened during a red zone period. They had not had a lot of success against the first team offense. He had to throw the ball away ripped off his helmet, spiked it into the ground, grabbed a water, and Jason Kelsey sort of tried to calm him down. Mm. Jason Kelsey calming people down. is not. I mean, he <laughs> he's used to being the guy throwing the helmet. So yeah, but if he's not practicing, he probably true. doesn't have the, like, he's like, he's like, listen, yeah. I know that I'm a hypocrite for telling you this, but it's okay. Maybe he was telling him what to do. He's like, you yeah. see that trash can over yeah. there? I got a baseball bat that I hide behind the trees to take out my, my frustration. Go he's over like, there, get it, give it a slug. Pro tip, when you when you punch something, make sure you use your left hand. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah we got a lot riding on your I, uh, right there. I was listening this uh, this morning. I was I, I was listening to the uh, Carson Wentz podcast with Dave Spadaro. Um, and Flex. it was... Uh, I How was, do I was, you have time to consume all this content? <laughs> I, was, I mean, honestly, I, I, I you're was reading writing, my Spark Q&A. <laughs> you're listening to Dave Spadaro yeah. interviews. Well, like, I, I, I take a morning bike ride and I'd listen. Oh, to oh, like, oh I want to know to hear more about that. Flag. But go yeah, ahead. I didn't, Are we I talking didn't, Peloton? What I, we got? Hold on. I didn't mean no, to interrupt. The, no, the Schuylkill Trail. I, I oh, really? Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's besides. So I listen to a podcast take on a that. Take a look. And, uh, and, and, and during the off season, it's more non-Eagle stuff. But now I try to, especially when it's, it's a player and, and you might get story ideas. And so, uh, Dave was speaking to Carson on the ride to work. Carson called in on the ride to work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and Dave was asking him what kind of driver he is. And Carson really dislikes traffic. And he said that, uh, he said, North Dakota he, guy. yeah, he said in North Dakota, he never knew what traffic was. He didn't know what traffic was until he came here basically. And uh, like, he didn't understand. Like he, he, he knew. Like what- the, yeah. Like the idea of like standstill traffic. And he says that, Patience is something he really needs to work on. So I can imagine him like throwing his helmet if he's mm. sitting on the Walt Whitman Bridge and it's and it's bumper to bumper. Uh, well, the well, other interesting and the other interesting thing and 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 I'm sorry for my ignorance on on this. He he has a uh, a radar traffic. No, 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 he has a radar detector <laughs> in his car. Um, is is that like a thing? Are you trying to detect police officers? What's the you've never the seen anyone have this? You've never heard of this? No, I've I've heard of it, but yeah. I've never had one. So yeah, like, I, what's the? I've never had yeah. one. Now the nice thing is you throw on a ways and it tells yes. you. Um, you know, obviously everyone should be driving safely, but you know, yeah. if you're, if you're going so that's what it bit. does. It identifies the police officers for you. Yeah. Okay. So wow, he he admitted to that, huh? 
Well, there was like a beeping and it's, in the it's, background. Well, I'm, it's interesting because I, there are some states where it's illegal. So I don't know. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We got a, we got a story be break, here. You could be breaking a big story oh, here. This, uh, is, this is good. We probably, yeah, he we says might have he always, people listening. He says he always abides by the speed limit. Well, so. then you wouldn't need the radar. Uh, yeah, I mean, what are we talking? About? How, how dumb do you think we are, Carson? We're not. We're not all uh, born yesterday in North. Marissa, Dakota. we might need this edited out. I no, need no, to make sure. No, no, well, no editing. This is live. No. He, well, he, wait, put live. It on, he made it public. It's out there to millions. It's we got a comment. We got a comment from Benjamin that says, "Bad boy Zach, it's against the law to use headphones while on a bike." So. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 that, oh, is that really against the law? Is that really against the law? I don't know. I don't know. Wow, oh, man. Zach. Well, Listen, Zach, I think it's fine, but I think you should know character counts. <laughs> yeah, I, would agree I, I, need to, uh, I need to look into that. Is, is that against the law? I would think that, may, I mean, when you're, if you're riding a bike like on the streets, there were sidewalks, that would make sense. If you're on this trail, I don't know that it would be, but I would like to hear more about this. Like how, yeah, because, I got a lot of, I got a lot of bike questions. Yeah. When I, no, lived, let's get back to the podcast. Let's get well, back to the, this uh, is the podcast. Right, my yeah. So when I lived in uh, Seattle, we had a great trail, the Kirkland cross corridor. Yeah, I think there, it was there's called. nothing you love more than dropping Kirkland. Beautiful, beautiful trail. I mean, it was so well kept. And is so it I the had, same Kirkland as Costco? Yeah. And okay. so, uh, and so I decided I'm going to go buy this used bike. I'm going to ride it on this trail, but, I, but we've talked about this. Bike riding is hard. Like, <laughs> my gosh. Like, the saying that it's just like riding a bike is the biggest uh, fraudulent saying there is. Like, I mean, riding a bike is hard. And so I would ride my bike. And then, like, if there was someone coming in the opposite direction, I was frightened. Like, I was basically riding my bike off the trail into the bushes to make sure I was not uh, running into them. Yeah, you're with me. But, Zach, it seems like you got a lot of confidence there. Uh, no, I mean, there's, there's bike lanes to the trail and then you get okay. on the trail and, and it's, uh, the Schuylkill trail. You can go all the way. The, the King of Prussia has, I, I don't, I don't do that. Oh, I mean, wow. I, I just do like a 30 now, minute. Now you say every morning, are we talking like yeah. seven days a week? Well, I don't want to overstate this. I, I would much rather talk about practice, by the way. Yeah, we know right, you last, would. That's why we're talking about this. Last question. Uh, last last, last uh, question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go doing, on. You doing the bike shorts. No, 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 no. I just, <laughs> I wear just normal, normal <laughs> shorts. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. how, how many days a week are we talking? Well, it depends on the weather, you know. Okay. So, um, and how long? How many miles? Uh, it's like a ten mile loop. Yeah. Ten mile loop. All right. <laughs> no, well, it's it, um, yeah, I think so. That's, wow. That's I can look miles. at something. Oh uh, here, I, I, I will tell you exactly what I did. You look we're it getting up while... a lot of comments on this. So uh, okay, well, the people you... want to know about the yeah. bike. Well, Jason we've got says... we've got two weeks of cranny camp. Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. Not 10 miles. I, I really apologize for that. Uh, that, that I overstated that significantly. Um, 4.5 two miles, miles? 4.5 miles. Okay. 4. 5 miles. Well, yeah. Really, yeah. Really significantly overstated. Marissa, we cut you off. So PA law, Jason says PA law specifically mentions vehicle with headphones law and bicycle is only a vehicle on the street. So uh, I think you're you okay go. on the trail. On the trail, okay. Okay, there you go. go. Uh, I am not. I am. I am a a terrible bike rider. Uh, like never really knew how to ride a bike growing up because I was growing up in the city, and uh, like finally figured out how to like you know in as an adult felt confident on a bike. Finally got a bike when I was living in Philadelphia, and like three days into it, uh, got stolen outside. 
<laughs> that was it. People ride bikes. That was it for me. City, then they... Although I locked it up like a moron, so no, they, but, they but... took the whole thing except for the front wheel. <laughs> but 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 don't more people ride bikes in the city than the suburbs? I don't. That's that true. doesn't sound right to me. No, I that of course so. yeah. is true. You go through walk through Philadelphia. There's so a lot of people yeah. on bikes. Yeah, but not like children. You got more room to to learn how to ride That's a bike true. as a child okay. in the suburbs. All right. Speaking of sports, sure, the regular season is fun and all, but only one thing can compare to the excitement of basketball's playoffs, and that is having skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook. America's, I would argue an episode of Birds with Friends competes, but America's top-rated sportsbook app. Basketball has made its way through the regular season. Now it's time to crown a champion, and DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you in the center of the action. To celebrate basketball's first round of the playoffs, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you an amazing free bet offer. For every day that you bet at least $20 on basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook will give you a $10 free bet. Head to the app right now and check out all that they have to offer, including player props, quarter-by-quarter betting, and so much more, by the way, I have done this both days of the uh, of the playoffs. It's fantastic. I highly recommend turning on get you like you watch a game. Wait till like the fourth quarter, and get a feel for it, and then you throw a little little live bet on there. It's uh, it's very fun. Also, don't forget about hockey's playoffs and you know, the Fly Guys. Another win today. DraftKings Sportsbook is offering great odds and promotions all week long to help you make it rain. DraftKings Sportsbook is a safe, secure, and reliable betting app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TOSS when you sign up. For a limited time, all users can get a $10 free bet when placing a bet of $20 or more on all first-round playoff action. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out by offering a $10 free bet when placing a bet of $20 on all first-round playoff action. Again, that's promo code TOSS only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Pennsylvania only in partnership with Meadows, Racetrack, and Casino. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, I've got a moa culpa uh, as we get to this next ad. And uh, we were talking yesterday about our favorite earnests. And I, I, think I, I think this falls on Zach because I did not know that our fellow beat ej smith is an earnest and he came in today he was hot he said how dare how dare you good. talk about your good. favorite earnests and leave me out and it's my favorite earnest well more than hemingway you were pretty you came pretty hot oh, yeah. hard to the, the rack definitely EJ smith. definitely ej smith okay we also forgot um jim varney you know Ernest goes to camp but uh so you know an apology we got to do better with EJ Smith, but uh, you know I didn't know. I had no idea that was that was the, the E. I feel like Zach, as his former coworker, had maybe had a better idea. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the buck on that one. But uh, as we talk about Ernest, I love my high student loan payment. Said no one ever. Check if refinancing with Ernest could help you lower your monthly payments. Checking takes just two minutes. If you've been making the same monthly payment on your student loans for the last couple of years, odds are you could reduce your payment and save by refinancing with Earnest. Even if you've refinanced before with today's low rate environment, most people could save by refinancing again. Checking your new rate is fast and easy. To start, complete a few questions online. It only takes two minutes. 
then you'll get a personalized rate estimate without affecting your credit score. Want to change your monthly payment? Combine many loans into one easy payment or get a better rate? Ernest, Ernie, as I call him, makes it easy. Plus, there's no origination fee or any other fees. Plus, a double plus again, the internet loves Ernest's customer service. They're rated 9.4 out of 10 on Trustpilot. And now you can get a $100 cash bonus when you refinance a student loan with earnest.com slash birds. Once again, you get a $100 cash bonus when you refi your student loan at earnest.com slash birds, not available in all states. Visit earnest.com slash birds for more detail. Terms and conditions apply. Here's the fun part. Earnest student loan refinance loans are made by Earnest Operations LLC and MLS. Number 1204917, California Financing Law License Number 6054788303, Second Street Suite 401N, San Francisco, California. 94107 is the zip code. Visit earnest.com slash licenses for a full list of licensed states. Okay, John Dorrance wants to know, uh, this leads to a, a, another good uh, sort of practice thing we should talk about. How did Dari Darius Slay look, he asked. And so uh, I can't say I noticed him a ton. I did notice, uh, so this goes with the other two rookie wide receivers not named Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins and John Hightower. Now, Bo, I haven't read your observation, so I would like to know uh, what you guys thought of this, but there was a one-on-one -on -one with Quez Watkins and Darius Slay early in practice and uh, I was impressed with the Quez Watkins. I thought he Got a he, step. he separated. He had a step, and uh, Darius Slay late, you know, made up for it and broke the pass up. I didn't think the pass was great, and so uh, depending on how you want to look at this, you could say, "Wow, you know, nice job by a by a Quez Watkins there," or you can say, "How concerning should it be that Quez Watkins had a step on uh, on Darius Slay there?" Or I guess you could give credit to Slay for the uh, breakup late. So how, how well, did you see that play? It's interesting you bring that up. I saw on Twitter uh, this guy, uh, I forget his name, Footwork King is his like Twitter handle. He's the guy who has been sort of the trainer for Darius Slay and Rasul Douglas and Graylin Arnold this offseason has worked out with those guys. And he said, now he didn't see the video of that play, but he said Slay was probably just playing trail technique uh, expecting a comeback and knowing that he could make up ground on the deep ball. So take that for a, a grain of salt. It okay. looked to me like Watkins had a step, but yeah. Bo has a vested interest in Quez Watkins being a good player. Uh, I Ooh. thought, I That's thought not Watkins, all the way true. Uh, did we make this uh, comparison during the draft? Is this Quez Watkins have a little uh, Todd Pinkston? It's a little Todd Pinkston-ish. Yeah, That's a Southern play. Miss on Southern Miss uh, comparison right there. Oh, see, I didn't even mm. notice that. Yeah. Uh, very small, thin thin calves. Like, I'm, I'm sort of afraid for his lower body if yeah. he does anything in between the numbers. So, But he's uh, actually been working in between the numbers more okay. in the past two days than, I've, than I saw on, like, all of his highlight tapes in college. Well, I did see uh, John Hightower had an issue. John Hightower, if you just put them next to each other, you would say, give me John Hightower because he's 6'2". Uh, he looks the part physically, but I, I, there was definitely a rep where he got like shoved out of bounds against press coverage where the DBs were really uh, hooting and, and hollering. So uh, I would agree with Bo's uh, initial take from yesterday that, uh, that Quez Watkins maybe a, a slight leg up very early on again, uh, versus John Hightower. Well, the, the, the debate we were having was I was saying the playing time he was getting – was because he plays Deshaun's spot in the in the, in the offense. Do you think 
he's above Hightower on the Eagles pecking order right now? Uh, I mean, it would just be a shot in the dark, but I'll say yes. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I don't know. Uh, yeah, all right, now this gets, this gets to another big, uh, big storyline. Jamie says he uh, only really cares about practice observations from the priority two reporter. So uh, for those who missed this, you know, Bo made Zach feel very uncomfortable yesterday. Uh, you know, I listened to the pod saying, oh, you know, you're, you're a hoity-toity uh, tier two reporter. Uh, the bit continued today. He's got his own, he's got his own bathroom. Uh, yeah. There's a special tier two porta potty. And then the rest of us have to go it like off the practice please, field yeah. to the bathroom. Please stop it. Please, please, please. Yeah. I, this was like, I, I was, pushing hard for this not to be this way this this was not the this was not what i chose the weather looks outstanding so literally there there's gonna be no difference on a day-to-day basis i wouldn't be uh, doing this if, if it was actually true <laughs> um, right, so, yeah, a matter so of that- fact by the way I, I i texted bo bo hasn't told you this i texted bo probably a week ago when we first heard about this and i said bo i'm really uncomfortable about about this and bo's like it's he said he said don't worry it's really not a big deal I didn't know this <laughs> it's was, not a big deal I didn't know yeah. this was a running bit in the podcast you're the only one who's giving him a hard time about it he asked <laughs> you about it you tell him it's not a big deal and so like all right so I listened to the podcast and I could tell right away Zach's like oh god you know I don't want to deal with this so so let me I just need to lay out the backstory here because of course you, you did not do this Bo. so I mean someone has to be a tier two reporter because when it rains you got to watch practice inside. You give the report to everyone else. Zach, we joke about him being like the president of the Philadelphia uh, chapter of the football, right? This is like a terrible job he has to do. He's got to oh deal with God. all these reporters complaining constantly. Any complaints that reporters have about access, Zach has to like address it. He's got to be the go-between between media relations, these reporters. There's like national people. This is not a job anyone should it's want. It's a thankless, unpaid, it's a terrible job. Totally, I would never totally do it. Terrible you job. couldn't pay me to do this job. Oh I mean, God. interact with no people way. more. It's my nightmare. Uh, so Zach does this, and so Zach is one of the two <laughs> tier two people because, like, I don't know. He, they be, he's considered a responsible. He can go in, watch into indoor practice get the report to everyone else so. and uh, by the way he like he was voted the the president he was voted yeah like it's it, yeah it, it, so, so so like I, for him to be tier two is yeah. everybody was like yeah that makes sense because you're the guy we chose so zach walks out today to the practice field and i don't know what both Bo well he's something. walking from a different direction he's, he's walking, got that he i just get, got tested swag yeah, oh, yeah. So Bo gives him a hard time there. Uh, Again, Zach is just like, dude, stop. Like, give me a break. You know, all the reporters are standing there. Then we're leaving practice and Bo, literally no one is, no one in particular. Bo sees a bathroom that's labeled a tier two bathroom because, you know, they want to keep people tested away from people who haven't been tested. He points to it and says like, oh, Zach, there's your bathroom. Zach, I don't even think was anywhere near us. And so, uh, yeah, I just had to uh, bring that up. So, boy, I don't know if this is going to continue uh, throughout. It obviously makes Zach uh, uncomfortable. So if you want to continue, you can continue or you can lay off him. Yeah, so and so I, I will just give a little background, okay, so, so this makes sense. Um, I need to get each morning a, a tracking device, mm. okay, that they put in my credential. And that way um, they know everyone who I'm within six feet of who is a part of the team. Um, so if, if I were to contract, if, if I were to get COVID, okay, they would be able to know everyone who had been within six feet of me 
and then that person would be alerted. And then it is very funny. It is very funny that like the the tracking thing only works for the other people who have them. So it's yes. like really like they don't care about the rest of us <laughs> at all. Like if you've got it and you're roaming the sidelines with us, who cares? But you're not going to be near those people yeah. anyway. So it's kind of a but funny. But in essence, yeah. So so that's so that's what. So when I go to a different entrance, it's because I need to get that. Tra- it's it's not because um I have a better vantage point. I literally right. walk right over to say hello to Bo. All right. What are the like? What are the what are oh the scenarios gosh. in which you would be within six feet of those guys? Like just you just running onto practice onto the middle of the practice field. No, to lay because I, I I think media relations wears them right. Yes. So I think yeah. And, them. and if That's it's true. an indoor practice, if it's an indoor practice, right? That makes sense. Yeah. People, so. All right. Dennis wants to know if uh, Jaja returned today, which he did not. Yes. What do we know about the uh, yeah. the Jaja injury? He, he, he was well, in pads yep. today. He was oh, at was practice. Was he doing anything? No, I didn't see. He no, didn't no. take any reps of anything. Again, a classic case of Shield not listening, as I already said. Yeah. Didn't practice yesterday, was in pads today, did some individual stuff, but nothing oh. with the team. All right. So he wasn't back, I'll say. Uh, what week will we start hearing that Hertz should start, says Rich Bobby? Ooh. From us or from Elliot? Uh, what about what? What about from <laughs> an, an Elliot? Elliot. <laughs> yeah, I like Elliot. What? Yeah, what about? I like what, Elliot too. <laughs> yeah, we all like an Elliot. What about from an anonymous uh, source to a national reporter? Mm, interesting. Is it's Alshon not, still is on Alshon the team? Back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's not crazy if Wentz struggles a little bit and uh, Hurts looks good in practice. This, this was one of the risks when you draft when you use a second round pick on a guy. Correct. And you and you rave about his intangibles and his leadership and his. Uh, magnetic personality. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think Wentz will play well and it won't be an issue, but uh, who knows? All right. Ryan says, if Sudfeld is the backup over Hertz, we're protesting at Howie's house like the postmaster general. So that is from the... Uh, uh, I, have a, started. I have a... <laughs> God. I actually didn't hear that because I just saw a tweet. Uh, okay. Oh, All I heard was postmaster general. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, this is a tweet from our... Uh, our this is good stuff from Dan Duggan. Our Giants reporter. Oh, boy. Not good stuff, actually, but uh, scary sight during practice. Uh, Cornerback Corey Ballantine was motionless for a few minutes after a head-on collision with wide receiver Austin Mack. Cart came out, but Ballantine wound up being okay and actually finished practice. Trainers appeared to be checking his right shoulder. Injury happened during the most physical drill I've seen in five NFL camps. Wow. Defensive players lined up on goal line. Offensive players were a few yards away. Offensive player picked up ball and they met at the goal line. What? <laughs> so they're playing rumble fumble at an NFL camp? This guy is is off of his rocker. He's, oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe this. He's you know, a little he, concussion uncle. It, well, it's sort of interesting because he, he got off to the terrible start, right? He at the combine. He's not mentioning anyone by name. But then actually some of his comments during like uh, the COVID, you know, like with COVID protocols actually seem to be like better than you would get yes. from an NFL coach. Right. So it's like, all right, maybe uh, jump to conclusions. But oh, my gosh. Wow. You guys played Rumble Fumble, right? Yes. Yeah. No, one, it's, it's one. Yeah. one per, it's literally right. one person <laughs> has the ball. And everyone else tackles him. And when he gets to the ground, he gives it up. Somebody else gets the ball. Everybody tackles him. <laughs> this is what they're this playing. This guy's out of his mind. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I need to. I, yeah, I do. It, it has made the Giants pretty interesting. I want to read up on some Giants coverage uh, here. Uh, Andrew wants to know, 
when are we starting birds after dark where each host has a three drink minimum in them before starting the pod? Uh, I would say, I think we're at 600 and something comments. Uh, if you get, or reviews, if you get to a thousand comment, if you get to a thousand reviews, uh, I will do that. And it's gotta be dear before or during the, uh, 2020 season. Do you guys agree to that? Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, Bo is already three drinks in, so. Uh, <laughs> Not true. <laughs> does it, uh, all right, well, what other practice observations do you guys have as I go through these other questions? So we were talking about the wide receivers. I thought of the returning wide receivers, I thought Deontay Burnett was the one who, who showed up the most today. Would you agree? In a good way? Yeah, I mean, of yes. the returning wide receivers, that means only Deontay Burnett, Greg Ward, and Bob Davis. Bob Davis, true. Okay. <laughs> of the returning sure. or, Bob uh, Davis had a touchdown, uh, a deep touchdown in one-on-ones against Sidney Jones. Maybe that says less about Sidney uh, Jones. but. And so then one thing that I, I uh, do think we should discuss, uh, we mentioned Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey not practicing. Isaac Samalu, the center, as Bo mentioned when he was going through the first-team offensive line. But I think the reason that's, that's, that's relevant is because when you're thinking long-term with the Eagles – I still think there's a strong possibility that Isaac Samalu is the replacement for Jason Kelsey whenever Kelsey I think he retires. absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. I think sense. that's definitely the plan. Uh, yeah. No trouble snapping mm-hmm. for him today, which he's had in, in years past. I think he is. I think he's the center of the future. Um, the other thing that that, you know, that alignment was interesting for was, well, there were a couple of things. Prior at left guard, it's not a position that he's played, yeah. at least to our eyes, uh, during practice before. And but he's the he, swing guard this year. And yeah. if he is going to be the Halapulavati Vaitai, you know, back up at four positions, he needs to be comfortable there. So that makes sense. Um, and then Herbig, I mean, again, this is what, what we were talking about yesterday, Zach. They need to be prepared for the possibility or likelihood that at some point they're going to be without Jason Peters at right guard or if he goes to left tackle. And so you've got Pryor who's getting experience. Herbig is now getting experience mm-hmm. there. And uh, Jack Driscoll has been getting experience at, at right guard as well. And unlike Jeff Stotland, usually he puts a guy at one position as a rookie. Driscoll is playing both right guard and right tackle. Yes. Yes. That's, that's a good point. Uh, I, I was, I was there for the O line D line drills, the one-on-ones. The first and, of, there were two. Today. Yes. And uh, let me say this, Julian Good Jones, who, uh, who, <laughs> Uh, Jeff Stoutland, uh, for, forgot, forgot his, name. his name, Bo reminded him of it. He said the kid from Iowa State, why am I blanking on his name? Um, Fletcher Cox, just it, it, like it Man, was. What do you expect? This it poor was guy. like the blink of an eye. I, I, felt, I felt bad for Julian Good-Jones. Uh, but Fletcher Cox cannot be stopped in those one-on-one trails. Sheila, have you read the, uh, the rundown of the 41 players on defense and special teams? No, not yet. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. Uh, Saving it for a couple more green teas and then. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, the other thing that happened in that period, Zach, that, that we heard was they were like gassing up Dillard for one good rep. Yes, you can sweat. Yes. This is like, this is like classic. This guy is really bad. We got to make sure we is, we got to protect his confidence at any, any chance we get. Right. Yeah, Don't so, you think it's so like sweat, a, Yeah. Sweat tried to speed move around the edge. And, uh, and and we're talking like a Daniil Hunter here. So if you can block him <laughs> around the edge, uh, yeah, and, see, no, we we can't mock him for that anymore. I think because he was true. more correct than we were yeah. about Josh. So. Uh, and well, and more short, correct he, as Daniil Hunter. He, yes. he was right in general. Yeah. Well, he hasn't had the opportunity yet. Which <laughs> which I I asked Jim Schwartz the question that that we uh, 
had spoken about uh, when they signed Vinny Curry, which was you spent all this time developing or talking about developing these defensive ends and, and you signed Curry. And Schwartz said, first off, he said Curry had an outstanding year last year. He said Curry doesn't require a lot of practice time, so they're still going to get to develop these other guys. I meant more in terms of playing time in games. Yeah. Um, and he said, he said no coach is going to complain about having, having too many good players. Good problem to have. I don't know how many good players he has behind, but I think Sweat's I think Sweat's like a good that. player. I think Sweat's a good player. I and, think Sweat's a good player too. Uh, and and so well, so 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 Sweat came with speed. Dillard showed the quick feet. Um, he did not. He he pushed Sweat deep into the pocket, and and Sweat couldn't really do much there. I, I mean, was able to kind of get to the quarterback at the end, but the play was over. Uh, and then, yeah, the offensive linemen were, were really talking up Dillard, and Dillard looked pretty proud of himself as well. Good. And, here's uh, a here's a take for you. Uh, remember, we were joking yesterday about like, wouldn't it be funny if Jordan Mailata just became the left tackle instead of uh, instead of Dillard, and they like their diversification of bets paid out that way? I think there's a better chance it's Prince Tega Winoga than Jordan Mailata. Really. I don't think Jordan's had a great um, no. game. I mean, but well, he's so uh, bad at right tackle. He just like yeah. the spin move beats Jordan Mailata inside every time to the point where I think I think Elliot could beat him with an inside spin move. <laughs> My, I mean, after that first summer when like the the, the hype was going crazy, mm, when Baldy would have given up a first round pick. <laughs> yeah, play. they should have just traded him right then, right? Like they should have. You yeah. know, the stock's high. Well, remember yeah. when we asked Banner that? Like, wouldn't you take a first or a second? He was like, I don't know if I would. <laughs> no, what are you yeah. talking about, Joe? The, the hype was high. I mean, yeah, that was coming from inside the building. I mean, exactly. we were, you know, we weren't making. We weren't like, wow, this guy looks great at practice. I mean, they were building him up uh, quite a bit. So uh, I didn't get to see. I missed the the OLDL one on ones, which is usually my favorite part. So I will have to check that out Thursday. Uh, Matt has a Peck Nest migrate, live podcasts, fan meetups in non COVID times, or appearing on other podcasts. Mm, well, I know what she would do. What's that supposed to mean? Yeah, Mister, uh, I'll go on every <laughs> podcast. Listen, um, even if people are on one of our lists, that's you know. <laughs> yeah like I, I it's it's hard because I, I i like all three going on another <laughs> podcast really helps you yeah it really helps spread the word like we have great loyal listeners um and and we're adding to it but we're adding organically i, I mean the the way to really get people to find out about your stuff is to go on different different podcasts and reach different audiences uh, I would definitely do fan meetups as a pack because, like, one time yeah. a year is perfect for that. You can't be nesting that. Yeah, I uh, kind of enjoying the live podcasts, uh, so I would probably nest that, and I can migrate other podcasts. Good, good job, good job by you. Uh, Noah Becker, a a wolf minion, says Zberm, don't apologize. You already got Bo to admit that he hates having fans at training camp. Uh, I'd like that take uh, from Manoa That's, Becker. That is true. I'm that so is true. Bad. You did. You didn't hesitate. You're like, yeah. I said, I said selfishly, uh, maybe not what I would do if I were the team, but from my Zach, own vantage point. Zach, this is the guy who, uh, before you uh, were in the mix, would pick his make his picks on Friday because he would be like, oh, the Eagles fans are really going to affect this game. I got. I remember that. Uh, yes. Yeah. So that was yeah, I mean, which one of us correctly predicted the outcome of the Falcons game? Listen, 
Go, go the, guy search, over my, the guy over my shoulder. Go search my Brandon Graham clip, okay? If you want to talk predictions. That's, that's my that's the Trump card that he yeah, Listen, that's my- it's, <laughs> it's easy to predict the winner of the Super Bowl. We both got that right. It's the divisional games that are more difficult. All right. Any other uh, observations? from you guys well let's go practice. let's go quickly through because I'm, I'm curious about what you thought uh running back there's probably not much to see from today not um so. uh cory clement looks like he could play fullback i mean he's, is, he's is, a little is bit rocked that, up are they are they like uh cross training him to to do that i mean he looked i like meant a... to say this cory clement what was it yesterday we talked to him yes he he uh Balls i'm getting <laughs> i'm getting big time pedro serrano major league two vibes from Corey Clement, where it's like he's just really happy to be here. He's so happy that he gets to be back with the Eagles. He's got a really positive outlook on things right now. It's like he needs to get someone like week one. He's going to be carrying the ball. He's going to fumble. He's going to be like happy on the sidelines. It's okay. I'm just happy to be here, guys. And it's going to take like, you know, Deuce yelling at him or like somebody hitting the snot out of him and then he's going to turn we like you need to get angry Corey clement back. i have i have the opposite of or, or, or not the opposite i have a different major league character i have definite rick vaughn vibes like basically saying the past two years he's he's been caught up in himself is oh. that what say? um yeah like this whole idea of getting back to super bowl Corey, which was the expression that miles sanders used mm-hmm. that the coaches have 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 uh, talked about um the the subtext if you will it was that like when he was his undrafted rookie he was embracing special teams he was doing everything he can yeah. to make the team uh he was the first one down on kickoffs and the past two years it, well it, it, well it's it's like he doesn't even need training camp you know it, you know he was banged up this injury that injury uh and he was just saying just just needs to have that positive attitude enjoy being there um he keeps saying, just go balls to the wall. I think he said that three times in the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, in the uh, press conference. So, okay. yeah, I, I got a lot of Rick Vaughn vibes there. Okay. Uh, do, you th- do you think he makes the team? I do. Do you, Bo? I do. I don't, I don't see – I mean, it's, it's, I really think it's hard for the running backs to make, like, an impression. Uh, and so for, like, Holyfield or Warren to beat him out, no, when you know that Clement is a, a pretty good special teams player yeah. – I think is tough. And we, I, I wrote about this in the, in the offense piece, but I do think that um, undrafted rookies, it's going to be harder for them to make the team, not because necessarily they don't have the opportunity to impress, but because I think there's less of a concern for teams that the guys who have impressed are going to get claimed by other teams. That's a good point. I think that's a good point. Uh, like Clement dropped a pass today and I was just, like thinking to myself, who cares? Like either you decided you want him on the team or you yeah. don't want him on the team. Like the guy made plays in the Super Bowl that matters a, a little bit more. But man, what a weird career it would be if he didn't make the team and didn't do much after this, you know? It would right. be like like 10 years, 20 years from now when people are talking about that Super Bowl and how good he was, uh, it would sort of be a shame. So hopefully- Right, like at the time it was like, wow, this guy's going to be a, like a real yeah, piece of the, of the offense. Yeah, yeah he's going to be like, what a what a stud, what a coming out party. And right. it, it's, you know, you look back and it's now it's more about just how, how crazy that run was. Yeah, hey, absolutely. I thought the play of the day, wait for giving practice observations, was Jalen Mills, uh, the interception, reading Carson Wentz, uh, picking it off or turning it all the way. And uh, yeah, I, I thought it showed, showed good instincts. From and the then telling, telling the media, that's what I do. Yes. That's what I do. Exactly. I, I, I was wondering <laughs> if I could say that we're not supposed to 
share dialogue we here. That's not offensive. But, but he said that to us, right? So that's yeah. not yeah. that's not something we overheard on the field. I mean, he he looked to us when he said that. I do like he and Rodney McLeod have like the Euro step celebration. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good one. I mean, I, I don't know how often they're going to be able to use that, but uh, it's a, it's a, nice I think Jalen, Jalen's going to take every opportunity. That's true. Yeah. Every, every incompletion, <laughs> yeah. whether he's on yeah. the field or not. Yeah, he's going to be doing it. And Ronnie's going to be like, all right. <laughs> uh, Bob says, love your background, Bo. There you go. Thank you, Bob. Uh, Okay, we got the headphone stuff, no editing. Video is worth it just for that reaction, Philip says. A lot of people saying no editing. Uh, Matt wants to know, did Chip Kelly cut Deshaun for wearing headphones on a bike? Mm. <laughs> Something. Uh, Chip used to ride the bike. I, I wonder if he had headphones on. He used to ride the bike. From the Wait a second. Is that why you started riding a bike? For the <laughs> no. hopes that you would run across Chip on the trails? No, no, no. Chip didn't go on the Schuylkill Trail. Okay. Um, yeah, Chip, Chip stayed in the South Philly Corridor. Um. So we talked about the offensive line, nothing there. I don't think you need to, we need to talk about the tight ends. Caleb Wilson had a nice uh, touchdown grab in the corner of the end zone at one point. Although I'm seeing a lot of 12, was this a 12 and 13 personnel day or is this a, it's not a story. This is the, this is the 12 team sign thing is sign of things to come. This is a 12 team. I've I've been saying it all off season long. This is, they're going to do more and more and more and it shouldn't surprise you. It's, the, the the way how it's dumb are like well nickel's really the base defense they'll say well 12 is really the base defense that's oh. dumb <laughs> yeah but, there i mean there are things that uh not dumb know, for you to think that obviously yeah. you know yeah that's it's fine. dumb for them dumb yeah. for them to do that yeah, yeah. I, I might have to do a little deeper dive on the uh, 12 personnel but yeah there were a lot you know the guy holds up the personnel uh sign on the sideline and i'm seeing 13 i'm going like you're not at the goal line. What is going on here with 13 personnel? But I wasn't sure maybe they were just working on that today. I mean, sometimes you do. I, I get the thing about you want your best players on the field. And so sometimes you need to get Perk out there. Yeah. Well, 12 personnel is different. And, and by the way, like I, I was, re- I feel bad because I want to credit the place I saw this. I don't recall, but it, was, it, it came after the Travis Kelsey contract extension where it was mentioning the amount of times Travis Kelsey was split wide. Um, and they're basically, the point was he's basically a, a wide receiver. Like him and George Kittle play different positions. Um, like Zach Ertz can be used almost like a wide receiver. When he caught the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, as, as we all know, he was split wide on, on that play. So even if it's 12 personnel in terms of two tight ends, if you use one of them the way you would 11 personnel, uh, or if you play one as a heavy slot, you, you split out one, then it's effectively the same play patterns, just different body types. The problem is they were terrible at this last year. I mean, I've, I've posted their numbers in 12. That's what throw, training camp's for. Throwing right? the ball out of 12 personnel. They had a lot of practice at this. They, had, yes. they were desperate for answers on offense, and they came up with nothing uh, creative. So I know a lot of people will say, well, now they have wide receivers, yes. so we'll open things up. Maybe we, we will see. But uh, it was interesting looking. You know, I, I, I caught a coach. Uh, there on the field, and I'm going, who is this guy? He's sort of, you know, a little 
Uh, he's got a long hair coming out of his hat. He looks like an older. Uh, I know who you're talking about here. Marty Morningleg is back, baby. I like totally forgot. It's him next to Press Taylor, who like Press Taylor looks like he could be the backup, uh, you know, quarterback or you know certainly like a practice squad guy. He's like he's in good shape. You know, he, he's dressed, his clothes fit nicely. And then Marty has, like, the glasses pulled yeah. down and, like, the hair coming out. So they have an interesting mix of, of offensive of offensive coaches. That would, that would be a good story. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to give you guys work, but I would like to know, like, what are the dynamics of these offensive coaches working together with such varied backgrounds and different ages and all coming together in this short offseason, like – uh, I don't know. Do they think Marty's funny? Is Press Taylor <laughs> taking notes? Is he taking command? Uh, how is it all working? And then I saw Scangarello out there too. So it's uh, Scango. It's, yeah, it's interesting to see all those guys like hands on on the field. You know, very much so. Uh, defensive side of the ball again, they were without. So you're without Hargrave, Malik Jackson today. Brandon Graham was not even playing all of practice, but it's uh, it was. Graham, Cox, Ridgeway, and then a rotation of like Josh Sweat and Jannard Avery. Um, but the linebackers, it was with Duke Riley back, we saw a couple different rotations where it was Gary with either Edwards or Riley. And I, li- I like the, the TJ Edwards gambit is interesting to me, uh, whether he can actually be playable in nickel situations. And he made one really nice play today when he sniffed out that uh, that screen that was a yeah. play action throwback screen to Boston Scott made a really nice read on it. Um, and if he can be okay, I think that's, you know, that would be very nice for the Eagles defense. Absolutely. I mean, I, I guess the question is if they're going to be a heavy man coverage team and he's the guy, you know, I, I would like to see some definitely keep an eye on him in one-on-one reps against mm-hmm. backs and tight ends and, uh, and see, how he holds up. There. I think dime is going to be the 12 personnel. Like, I think that's going to be yes. the thing where it turns yeah, I, into, I, I listened yesterday. Yeah. I think it's going to turn into, wow, they're playing a lot of dime. Yeah. Will Which Parks, is, Will Parks had, is a great quote. So he had some juice too. I mean, he's yes. the, he's bringing some energy uh, out there. Uh, there are, there were more new faces than I was anticipating for like seeing practice for the first time, you know, like uh, you could have done your homework on the, uh, uh, what's, what were they called? The holdover rankings that the national reporter did. Continuity Con- the scores. continuity scores, yeah. yeah, that could have given you a well. They a ranked heads up. pretty well. They ranked uh, pretty well there. Oh, good job by you guys mentioning Mills because Frank had asked how's Mills look at safety so far. Uh, haven't heard a single thing about him. So there you go. Yeah, he hasn't looked out of place. Yeah, I would say. Okay, well said. That's a good description. Okay, and and, and I think the combination of Mills, McLeod, and Parks, I, th- I think that's a solid group. People want to know. That's how- People want to know how your calves are looking, Zach, with these long bike rides. Yeah. Mm, good well, question. The, all right. The bike, ride, question. The, the, the bike <laughs> rides aren't long, relatively speaking. Like they, okay. People go on, on really long bike. This is just like a 30-minute loop. And 30 minutes is not nothing. Don't are you going Are short. you going like uh, high intensity? No, you can't really because you got to stop at, at, at lights on the way there. And then uh, – no, I, I mean, I think we're, we're getting way too – I was okay. – Pointing out how I was listening to Dave Spadaro. I think this is part of the no um, part of the pod. It, it was it, it didn't need to deviate from that, and I 
yeah, I have, I don't know my calves. Listen, I, I would like to improve my yes. calves. So if yeah, any calves uh, enterprising that. listeners haven't have, about, uh, haven't thought about that yeah. advice on exercises yeah. I could do or to, to get them, yeah. you know, stair lifts, more. right? And then for the calves, you do like I think it's the calf raises. Yeah, you put. You guys could get up right now and do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Zach doesn't That's... have to do them because he did it already. He's sore. He's sore. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh... Well, you guys don't know is I've been just flexing my calves <laughs> yeah, on and yeah, off so this well, entire time. You can do the seated calf raises. Yeah, you could. I be actually doing that. saw something today. Um, Jeff McLean tweeted out a photo that Shield took of, I guess, Doug talking to Jeff yeah. and, yeah. and Jimmy Kemsky, and Jeff has to caption it. And one person commented on Jeff and Jimmy's calves, uh, or or mm. I don't want to say lack thereof. Yeah, but, it need a little work. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, interesting. Yeah. So I, I I suppose this is something people are paying attention. I feel like oh, that's the kind of thing that that Jimmy is gonna gonna <laughs> be upset personal. about. Yes. Yeah. He's yes. gonna like yes. he's gonna spend his off season working on his calves. <laughs> Listen, whatever it takes. Uh, someone said Bo made Zach very uncomfortable in quotes. That should be in the show description. <laughs> and many people many people uh agreed with that that's true uh, there i i think i have i have told this but a family member said they've they've learned so much more about me since joining birds with friends that that like they didn't know before based on bo's uh bo's product i actually love this question from philip uh so about the tier two situation oh gosh no 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 no, no, no this, this isn't one that yes. will make you feel uncomfortable yeah. but the question is so like in that situation you're one of two reporters watching practice yeah. he said would you give the rest of the reporters a lesser version and keep nuggets for yourself he said bo would shiel would yeah, I would no, uh, no definitely Zach not. Wouldn't, but no, Zach no, no, wouldn't. So, no. There's I'll explain that. Un, unimpeachable yeah. <laughs> character as far as reporting is concerned. Also, yeah. uh, no, you're you're not allowed to use anything you see there for your own personal use. So well, even, even on it's loosely like, defined on Birds with Friends podcast, I can't be like, by the way, at, at such practice, this is what they did. Um, you provide well, if you put it in the pool report, you could say it. Yes, and and it's a very basic report because I, I think the pool report is is bounded by certain restrictions that the regular reports are not and those indoor practices are are exactly. garbanzo beans anyway yeah but if you think about well our our, our listeners probably don't so has got something it. funny he wants but, to say. but the three but the super bowl pool reports the super bowl pool reports are, are very kind of vanilla in terms of mm. what they provide well uh, we have a little nickname for zach here from dennis that uh, marissa sent me uh Caffery Berman instead of Zachary Berman. What do you think? If we, if we, if we get a good look at those bad boys, I think uh, you're really overrating the bike thing. I, I I would say it's closer to a leisurely stroll than anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do we have anything else from today's practice to get to? Do you have any like any uh you know quick sort of crushes from guys that you saw today? Any little brief impressions of anybody? No. No. We've we've gotten to I think everybody. Okay. Uh, Jalen oh, Rager did have a drop on a uh, deep ball that was a nice pass by who hurts by hurts really nice pass by hurts he he dusted uh, Michael Jaquette yeah and uh, dropped it. it and I thought it was a perfect throw it just great throw he had, he had to reach for it a Touched little bit his hands. Hit him he didn't have right to dive yeah, yeah. How about Kayvon Wallace intercepted Jalen hurts first interception yeah but camp. Hightower fell down yeah. guy fell but yeah. first interception of camp though okay uh, okay Shiel I'm curious we can add a segment here the national reporter comes to camp for a day uh 
what's are all the beat guys missing? What's the thing that like the mm, national yeah. reporter knows that what's everyone the, what's else? What's your what's your Afania Moma moment? <laughs> yeah, like, like how are these guys reporting this? Uh, I, I've given you uh, I've given you all my takes. I don't think I have anything uh, for you there. What are what are the local guys missing? Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like we've discussed every storyline. Nothing I saw in like that hour and a half changed my um, opinion dramatically. I will say. I think my opinion of this team is probably higher now than it was draft when night the, when the schedule came out. I don't. When did we do our picks? Yeah. Like, our, yeah, I think I feel better them now yeah. having a landscape, uh, sort of a view of the having league. having a psychopath head coach in the division that guarantees two wins. Right. I mean, I really, this. Uh, which injury do you think hurts the NFC East team more, Brandon Brooks for the Eagles or Gerald McCoy for the Cowboys? Uh, Brooks, I, I think McCoy was not a great player last year. I think it was fine. Um, but I think, I mean, we'll see who they put in there. But Yeah, that's what I meant. The Eagles had the time. It happened early enough that they could bring in Peters. Yeah, that's so. true, too. Yeah, I mean, I think they're both uh, fine. I mean, this Javon Hargrave thing, though, is interesting. I yeah. mean, we don't know if he will be ready for week one, right? We don't know when he will be ready. That, uh, you know, that was a, a big mm-hmm. offseason move. And uh, if they're, I think if their defense is going to be a lot better, it's going to be because their defensive line is out, one of the like five best right. in the league. I, I don't think that the loss of Malcolm Jenkins, the addition of Darius Slay, and the other moves is going to be enough in this shortened offseason to make them significantly better in coverage. I think it's going to be more about the, uh, the defensive line. So uh, I guess that's just wait and see, right, with Hargrave? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and the report from Ian Rappaport was that opening day is a possibility. Okay. Hmm. Uh, that, I did, that it I, starts on time? Yes. Hmm. Uh, I did, I did uh, see Doug Peterson. This was like a funny moment where – I think the, I forget, I, I don't remember the exact play. So this story is off to a terrible start, but the point is he was using his play sheet as the flag. Yes, right? yes, so yes. he would throw it on the ground. And there was one point where Darius Slay was like hooting hollering from the sideline. And Doug just looked at him and like threw the play sheet down. <laughs> I didn't know that that was oh. signal first down and started laughing and Slay <laughs> was laughing. And I'm just like, Oh man, that slay's just like you you didn't get that with Matt Patricia, <laughs> right. probably like so you know it's like a little window until you know it's hard to sort of define why Doug Peterson is a good head coach, why maybe he doesn't get the attention that he the the attention that he should nationally, um, you know, compared to some of the other guys. But I don't know. I think little stuff like that does matter especially when you're a guy like slay or if they sign someone off the right. giants practice squad <laughs> i mean you just want to have a little bit more fun when you're doing this day in and day out so i thought that was like a, a fun little anecdote that uh, i observed why don't we get to your uh, your thoughts on yesterday's show you've got some things written Michael, down okay this is a big thing and i was surprised that zach let this go. I think but, I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, you have to know what I was going to say. You had this, I, I don't know what your exact quote was during the show, but you said, I feel much better about them getting through an entire season. Right. Well, g- give yes. me, what was the exact take? I said, I feel better about them finishing a season. Yeah. Not, I mean, not as scheduled, but starting on time and finishing a season, correct? Eventually finishing. Yes. I mean, Zach, how are we just letting that fly? Because this because guy I'm... has spent the better part of five months. I'm not saying he was always wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying I didn't have similar feelings, but this guy was giving them a 1% chance 
of playing on week one. Oh, it's game theory. Ago, he was yelling at us <laughs> for even talking about the schedule yes. when it came out. Like I, mean, I was, was right about that. Like I, was, I stand by that. Like it was an international nightmare. And now two practices in, we're not even a week in a training camp. He's giving me Uncle Roger all kinds yeah. of props. I mean, yeah, now that- we're not going to take him to task for this. I just wanted to steer the conversation back to it. I, I thought our, our, our listeners kind of know where Bo stands there. But, but actually, to Bo's point about the schedule, it is, it is interesting that, that – because I, I still believe, obviously, the NFL should have put out the schedule, and they did. But the Big Ten put out their revised schedule. So it's the second schedule that Big Ten teams have had. And then literally a week later, the, the season. Marissa's not along because she's got that. She wants, oh, to, see, she wants to see that. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Terps. I want to yes. see my Terps, you know, yes. go uh, yes. get their three yeah. wins yeah. in the Big Ten. <laughs> Talk about concussion uncle head coaches. All versus Rutgers. <laughs> what, what? What? Maryland's head coach? No, there's no. Not the current one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Walt, yeah. Walt okay. Bell at, yeah. at uh, UMass. Oh, yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I was going to say if my clock is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Lockley. He's yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so to get back to – yeah, no, the reason I, I let that go was because I just thought, like, do our listeners really want this, this to, be really, to be relitigated again? Well, well you, also, you also knew that Sheila was going to come to the rack on it. So, I, yeah. I, I mean, listen, we have this, I mean, like – What a change of heart. I don't think that that's true, but we do have – What you do you know, mean? We have this um, – capacity as humans to like to to get used to things quicker than we should like the pandemic starts and like the first week or so you've got this like roiling anxiety every day and then all of a sudden it's just like okay this is the world we live in now um and maybe that maybe was like just going to practice and seeing it happen was part of that but i still don't think that they should be playing uh i i still think they've done a lot of things wrong but the fact that that I, I was expecting there to be more flare-ups already, and there haven't well, the, been, so I would be I would be stubborn and uh, stupid if I didn't take the new information. The information has changed a little bit, and I didn't factor that in and think it. Yeah, there is a better chance than I thought there was. Well, the the thing I I, I wanted to disagree with him on on last night, but I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. Was that Bo was was making it sound like the only reason this season is occurring is, is because of the owner's greed. And like what I, I will think that's say, that's a lot of it. No, the, I think the players, like the players want to play too. Uh, the, the, of course they are. The, the players have a lot at, at stake. Of, of course so, they do. So but they're, it, like, but like to, they're it doesn't matter to the players if they start on time in September or if they start in November or in January. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. But like, like I, I think the players want, a year of playing, a year of salary. They're not like... I think that's yeah, right. So, but okay. I think the reason they're starting in September is the owner's greed. Which, by the way, was the point that I made probably the first time we talked about this in March was the owner's greed. And that they'll figure... If mm-hmm. there's a way to figure it out, they'll figure it out because they want the money. Of course, that's a driving force. All right. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll let the listeners decide here. Uh, Last question I have. What do you think? You think they still? You think you think it's week seventeen weeks? Uh, no problems. I don't know. No, I've been uh, okay. I've been uh, healthy skepticism the entire time. But okay, we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping uh, they take their break right around uh, right around late October. I can I can match up my paternity leave with 
Oh, you're announcing uh, it on the show. Uh, yeah, uh, there we go. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's a public announcement. Uh, wow. That hasn't been made public. I didn't even know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. You didn't even tell Marissa. Come yes. on. We got to match up. I got you. I got to catch up to you guys. You, you've got you've got two each. I got to get two. Each. I got to get two. I didn't know we were allowed to share it. Mm, there you go. Yeah, congratulations. I think this is, I found my social clip. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So, so now during this time, Zach, we're probably, we're going to have to do some two person pods. Although I would love that. If, if you've noticed, Bo, has, <laughs> Bo hasn't allowed me to do like a two person pod with somebody else. I think since we started this, I, I think, no, no, that's not true. Did I you did one? one with coach Flynn when Casey was born. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's the only, like, I'll take some vacations and be like, all right, I'm not going to oh, do yeah. it, but, uh, you know, but Bo doesn't want to, uh, so I could see Bo just like chiming in, you know, from the hospital or, uh, or oh, yeah. wherever well, pulling, once the pulling an Adam case. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I got to yeah. have the rest of my life. You got the rest of your <laughs> life with them. You got, you got the lots <laughs> of congrats here, uh, yes. in the chat, everyone, yeah. uh, everyone wishing Bo well, uh, that's very nice. Okay. Uh, by the way, I, second time he's done it during the season though. Like oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a football guy. <laughs> I love how Zebram wasn't sure whether to, whether it's to go very funny. with that it's, or not. Well, it's very funny because that is probably where Zach's priorities would be. <laughs> All right. Uh, last thing. I was trying to think of, can you ever think of a time when a player like just complained about playing time nonstop, got a shot, and then just like blew his opportunity? Um, that's a good question. You're talking about Rasul? No, I mean, just like in, it could be any sport, really. I'm not sure I understand the question. Okay, well, Marissa, play the clip, please. We got time for a couple more, so we'll go to um, <laughs> Bo and then Jamie and then Nick. You good, Bo? I haven't even heard right, this let's yet. Let's go to Jamie first, then. Doug, what? Well, you, Can you just... hear me? Oh, good. Now? You're good now. You can't hear me? Yes. Yes, you can. We can. Oh, oh sorry. My God. Um, uh, Doug, I'm curious. Uh... <laughs> Dynamite drop in. Dynamite. That's fantastic. So you know what's funny? I saw, I, I saw it come up that Marissa was sharing sound, and I was like, oh, what's coming here? Yeah, yeah, because for uh, First obviously. several times I thought he was going to go to it, so yeah. I'm like ready to go, and then I'm like, all right, not now. <laughs> my wife did see me come into the basement. It's like, God, you're so excited about this stupid prank. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I am pretty excited. So, so those I'm glad. Were... I'm glad you cut that. I haven't heard that yet. We, we didn't even try to cut the video so I could play the video, yeah. but we uh, tested it before you guys came on and it wasn't you couldn't mm. hear it and see my screen at the same time so well i had, i uh, i did not give marissa a long notice it was like 6 15 and i'm like oh my gosh i just <laughs> forgot we got to get this uh that was courtesy you know jimmy kemsky i was standing next to him at practice today and he said uh shield did you hear, hear the clip of bow and i said no what are you talking about he's like well, you know how he's been uh, complaining on your pod <laughs> about not getting called uh, from Doug Peterson. I said, yeah, what happened? And he told me, and I said, oh, we've got to find this clip and play it. So, I mean, Bo, come on. I mean, how this many was insane. you're not getting called on? You get called yeah. on. Uh, Jamie, a pody starts going. You chime back in. What, what, what this was, was going insane. on there? I, get, I, I hear the thing uh, that I'm, I'm on deck, right, that it's going to be me. And all of a sudden – out of nowhere, this has never happened before. The entire computer audio cuts out. <laughs> I can't hear a thing. 
and I don't know what it was. I, I was going to have to restart my computer. And so I texted Brett. I was like, I can't hear anything. You can skip me. Um, but then I, I signed out of Zoom, got back in Zoom, and I, and I still couldn't hear. I couldn't even hear Doug. Uh, but I just asked, I, I, I saw him shaking his head that he could hear me. So I just asked the question. I couldn't hear the answer. I couldn't hear anything. Really? I didn't know that part. I couldn't hear anything. I could. I didn't even know that. Like, I didn't hear Brett. I didn't hear Jamie. I didn't hear any of that. I asked the question and and then just checked the transcript afterwards. This is akin to Halapulavati Vitae coming in at right tackle. I mean, yeah, I mean, not, pathetic. Not, yeah, absolutely not pathetic. To take the bull by the horns there. Yeah. Okay. The computer oh. wasn't. Andre Dillard going moment. in at right tackle. Yeah. Andre Dillard. Well, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. well, no, you know, I no, mean, Vitae was, was left tackle. The well, first when Vitae oh, yeah. had to just go in unexpectedly, yeah. you know, he wasn't prepared. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Like, okay. So, yeah. True. Um, that's what I, yeah, I was. That was crazy. Yeah. I wasn't sure uh, if uh, I texted Zach before the show and I said, you know, was Bo like on kid duty or something? Cause then no, I, that happened know, that, with Vinnie Curry. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That would have felt a little inappropriate. Zach has never responded to a text faster. He goes, nope. He goes, nope. Technical difficulties. Fair game. I was like, oh, right. totally. If Zach Absolutely. says it's fair. Yep, fair game. Yep. I didn't get caught on yesterday. Yeah. But I'm, I'm oh. happy Bo got in. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Sorry, Bo. I felt like I had to end with, I was just like, that was a good one. No, no, be sorry. I'm end, that, I'm, that's very funny. That's, <laughs> I mean, you would have definitely done that to me if I totally hundred uh, percent. Uh, yeah. I mean, and Marissa said her favorite part of producing our podcast <laughs> is when one of us sneakily sends her a clip <laughs> to make fun of one of the other hosts. So uh, we can, uh, we can keep that going where it, it's like the only time one of us messages her without the other two on right. when we're trying to like crush one of the other hosts. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's right. All right. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Thanks to everybody for listening and those of you who watch live and who are going to watch it on uh, YouTube after the fact. That'll uh, that'll do it for, you know, people one, two, and three. I'm guy number four, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and as always, we love you. Bye.